If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope she's sipping on a purple something that looks delicious it's sarah farasia i need to go make a smoothie while we i'd like to start making smoothies really you don't make smoothies i'm obsessed this is my smoothie it's it's my own little recipe um pea milk a banana half an avocado there's a lot of things in here actually scoop of peanut butter you lost me at milk you don't like pea milk? I hate milk. I hate every type of milk. Really? I do. Really? It's, I find it. I hate cheese and milk. Maybe I'm lactose intolerant. I love pizza. You don't, you chicken. don't eat like, brie cheese. I've never had a charcuterie board with you. You don't need a charcuterie board. I would never eat a charcuterie board. I hate hard cheese. I like pizza. I like chicken parm. And I like lasagna. That's about it. I hate cheese. Cream cheese, no. Hard cheeses, charcuterie. You know, I don't like the consistency of a hard cheese. I don't like the consistency of a hard meat either. I like a cooked meat. I think you're the only Jewish man that I've ever met. That you don't eat like bagel cheese. with sh- with with shmia. And- I like I like a flagel. No, I like a flagel with tuna or chicken salad, mustard, hot sauce, and pickles. That's what I get at Goldberg's Bagels in Sag Harbor on Main Street. But I'm in LA now. So that's still. That's loves still the tuna up. salad. Oh my uh, God. I Go know. to ba- If you're here, actually, they're not quite New York bagel style, but bagel nosh in Santa Monica, a good bagel, good tuna salad too. Okay. I'm not going to Santa Monica anytime soon. And um, if I do, I have to visit my friend Patricia Stanger, Millionaire Matchmaker, guys. Go watch me on Netflix. Season four is there. When you're done seeing me and smiling, you could get. A little disgruntled later in the season, we have another person who was The Bachelor. Her name is Leah. Her last name is McSweeney. Um, Anyway, I got something to say to you. Mm. We have somebody here on. She knows she's being recorded. We have someone on speakerphone. Well, all right, all right, all right. Here we are. Ah. It's me, Miss Morgan Wade. Morgan, is that you, girl? Listen now, Sarah, I got a bone to pick with you. I got a bone to pick with you and David. I heard David told me. Now, first of all, by the way, what? I just made a, well, before I get my cooter and my grids, I got to tell you, Sarah, um, I, I, I heard from David that you and him are going to be recapping that show. You guys are going to be recapping that Vanderpump Rules. Is this oh, true? Are. Morgan, have you ever watched? You strike me as a... Um... I don't know, actually. You don't strike me as a woman that watched Vanderpump Rules. And uh, where are you there, from? Tennessee, right? Let me tell you something, Sarah. There's a very evil woman on that show, Vanderpump Rules. You know, there's that evil woman on that show. Which one, Morgan? 
You know which one I'm talking about. Now listen, I got a good friend, Kyle Rancent. I just went to celebrate her 55th birthday over down that little island, my friend Kale, Kale Ranchards. Kale, now she don't she don't gossip. She don't gossip, but she told me that that woman, what's that woman? Laura, Laura Vanderpump. The, the lead, ah, Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, Lisa Vanderpump. Now, I don't know. I'm sure you and David love her. But my friend Kale, my friend Kale Richards, she says that that Lisa Vanderpump is a very evil woman. And I'm not allowed to watch that show. And when Kale tells me not to watch something, I don't watch. So I'm upset that you and David are going to be recapping the Vanderpump rules. Morgan, do you think you're going to try to go out with Lala because she eats the cookie? Let me tell you something about Lala. She get my cooter and my grits. Let me tell you something. I put her on the back of my four-wheeler and back that shit up. Like, like I've never seen a girl. That Lala, my cooter is in my grits. I would skin a gizzard alive for that <laughs> one, girl. Woo, that one's a fierce. She's <laughs> on fire, that Lala. That my, my cooter drop all the way to my grits. You know about that, Lala. You know what I'm saying, girl? Oh my Always. god! I feel like <laughs> <laughs> do you do you agree with me, Sarah, about the cooter and the grits for lava kids? <laughs> oh my god! I put her on the back oh my of my four wheeler and that's that shit too deep. Like, oh my god! I love it. Nothing's better than <laughs> a man doing an impression of a gay woman. Oh, who's a fanatic? Oh my God. I'm well, like, all right, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? Oh my Listen, my grandmama, when I was growing up, she oh taught me God. one thing. You put that lever in reverse when you see someone like Layla. Layla can't. You put that lever in reverse <laughs> and you back the four wheeler up. And I'll <laughs> even tell you, I'd even take her to the fancy biz. I would take her to the Applebee's. I would take her to Chili's. I actually I'll, didn't even know. I don't even know. Does a four wheeler go in reverse? Like, I feel like that's where you came out of character. I mean, David, have you ever been on a four wheeler? Well, this is not about me. This is about our guest, Morgan Wade. Let me tell you about a four wheeler. You put that lever, you put that lever in reverse and you bank it up. Then you skin a gizzard and then I'll come right back. I'll come right back to you, Sarah. When I'm done with that Layla, I'll come right back to you. I but I just. I just wanted to tell you, because I heard, and I'll leave you to your audience now. I heard you two were going to recap. And that woman, my friend Kale, she says goodbye, Kale, to my friend Kale. Goodbye, Lisa Vanderpump. That's what I say. That's what I say. Goodbye, Lisa Vanderpump. I cannot support the two of you recapping this every You're going to recap it every week, the two of you? We are going to recap it every single week, Morgan. So starting... On, um, well, the first episode drops on Tuesday, the 30th, I believe. Yep. That, that we, Thursday. We are dropping that Thursday, which is February 1. We are dropping our very first episode of Vanderpump Rules Recap. We are going to go every single week, the entire season. I am very excited. Um, is this your first recap show? You know, I I got into the recap world. with. Oh shit! Morgan just hung up on us. But go on. <laughs> we had enough of her anyway. You, you, you were saying, Sarah, you got into the. Sorry, she just she's done with us. Or she's bored with my voice. Okay, you got into. No, she actually likes you. She'll she'll be back, everyone. That was Miss Morgan Wade. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! We make her sound like a 
poor thing, like just a redneck from Tennessee. Listen, she oh. just had her big moment on, on, on the big screen. She had a big moment on the big screen with Kyle. She sung a song. She strummed the guitar. Loved her. I actually thought she was good. I thought she was good. Now, the song that she sang at Lorene's memorial was a little off to me. All of them. They're all about like being obsessed. Like, I smell your breath. And I, <laughs> I didn't even... I didn't listen. Garcelle I don't is want to somebody. In my skin. It's a little like okay. Well, this is not wind beneath my wings, but um, all right. I I do. I actually Morgan's probably a ball. I guess you know, but somebody is writing. These producers are writing the best lines this season for Dorit and Garcelle in the confessionals. Garcelle has some of the best lines that are written for her when she says like, "I think there's a country song in there somewhere." Brilliant. That's Brilliant. a good one. You're right. That's a good one. But listen, you know, people know I love a picture. I love a picture. So if Miss Morgan Wade had a meet and greet, I would go to the concert. Look, I love Joan Jett. I don't mind Alanis Morissette. I will go to the concert and I will infiltrate that Miss Morgan Wade and I will get a picture and I will have a few tidbits to report back. And I will show if Morgan is, hey, Morgan, you want to make some extra coins? Add a meet and greet to your tour and I'll come see you when you're in. LA. Um, we are going to recap this. You did sit, you do sister wives. Um, I do like, you know what, on my Patreon, I've recapped like Salt Lake and I've recapped Beverly right. Hills and Jersey. So I've done recaps in my own roundabout way. Yeah. And you've okay, done very well with your sister wives. Oh my God. I, I, I'm a huge sister wives fan now. I, I actually am thinking about going back and watching. I've watched some of the seasons here and there, but like really going back and starting from the beginning, it is such an epic show. It's a, but I mean, it's, it's one of those shows where you just have so much to work with is because they're polygamous. There's like so many kids and they're not as messed up as the Duggars, you know, that, that was such a fucked up family. So it's like sister wives has taken over for the polygamy world. I love that. Um, but we really are. Morgan was not wrong. We're going to watch Vanderpump and we're going to talk about, you know, we'll talk about the news that's made, but we're going to share our thoughts um, speaking of which, um, let's the, stay on Vanderpump and then we have to talk um, Tom Girardi. What do you, what else you want to say about Vanderpump? Got to well, say? Well, only, only related to, um, well, two things. One, did you recently see where Lala Kent had cocktails with Kim Kardashian? I did not realize these two were close. Like the, the Lala. What? Is, yes. Like, are you sure? Lala, yes. Hold on. Hold on. Let me bring it up. Let's see. Did Lala block me? I think she likes me. No, she didn't block me. Um, You never know. I mean, people block. Where the hell was this? Because it ain't on her page. Um, Lala shares. Sometimes it's necessary. Oh, wait. Is this the right? Oh, sorry. Oh, never mind. Different Lala. Sorry. It's um. yes. Lala Anthony. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Honey. Sarah. <laughs> I need. I, I was about to fall off my chair. First of all, oh, Lala sorry. Kent. Now, I love Lala Kent. She's been on this show many, many times, really. We were we started together in the Randall scandal. It was Oops. more her story than mine, but here I was. That was last year that I was hauled off to fucking Studio City and locked in a fucking a room to do that for a whole day. That was literally around this time last year. That was but, a good um, one, though. That was a good one. They used a clip of us. It was so good. It was I epic. Said, I said yes. So sometimes you have to say yes. I say no to a lot of things. Um, Lala Kent wishes that she was having cocktails with Kim Kardashian. No offense, Lala. I love you. But I mean, Kim Kardashian? Come on. Sorry. Okay, so wow. other Vanderpump. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know my Lala. Sorry. Okay, moving along. 
I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. We just had New Year's and so many of you made many resolutions of what you want to change in 2024. But one thing that I'm not changing thanks to one skin is my skin's biological age. What is your skin's biological age? It's basically how old your skin acts and looks. And that's different than the actual age. Do you know that one skin products are powered by a scientifically proven peptide called OS1 that targets the lines and wrinkles right where they start your cells? The OS1 peptide is the first of its kind to actually turn back the clock instead of just masking the signs of aging. I use OneSkin primarily around my face and my eyes because it reduces the lines and wrinkles. But OneSkin has products for everything. The body, they have sun products. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code VELVET. After your purchase, we'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you new year, healthier skin. That's one skin. What did you think of Rachel goes rogue latest episode plus Katie Maloney weighing in? I actually like Katie Maloney's podcast host, co-host who was on Vanderpump for two minutes. Okay. She was great. And cause she's like me, she's like, I'm not giving that girl my podcast. Listen, like I feel that way about Bethany and Bethany, I think is tied to Rachel goes rogue. And then Katie's like, she's always been rogue. So why she's not like, okay, what, what, what's with the title anyhow? And then we, I thought it was kind of good. She reveals more on her podcast about the first time she hooked up with Sandoval at his home with Ariana, how they were in the pool they str- she stripped down to like her underwear and like a tube top. So she kind of thought she was in a bikini. And at first Sandoval stayed on one side of the pool, but then he came over and they started kissing and he felt such immense guilt the entire time. Anyway, I thought it was good. Like she's revealing a lot. I have to say, listen, I've always said it. She doesn't bother me. Here's the thing. <laughs> I felt I look, what do I know? But I felt this was an honest, like true account. I don't feel an angle. That's just me. I really feel she's like actually saying this is truly what happens. And I really believe everything out of her mouth. Look, I think you could be a total cheater and fuck someone's husband, but still be honest when you're going to recount the story. Well, I don't two think different things. I can't remember if Maloney, if they were saying they that she was lying about 
Well, I think they did. I think they said that she was not forthcoming. She was not truthful in her episode. And about then, what? And how would Katie Maloney know? Okay, good questions. Good points. I I'm just I'm just asking. Maybe they said, I think the biggest clip I heard was Katie Maloney saying there's still zero accountability from Rachel. Like everything that she's heard on the podcast, nothing. She does not seem remorseful. But I, I don't. I mean, I feel like Rachel does sort of seem remorseful. But like, I don't like, understand. Like, and I'm listen, I'm not like a Rachel apologist and like a Katie hater. <laughs> but I mean, you know, stranger things have happened. But yeah. like. I don't understand. Like, look, we can't have a, first of all, I don't know. Don't we want some details? Like, isn't this more interesting? And like, I don't understand. Like a people cheat with people's husbands and girlfriends. I still will go back to, I don't think now. Yes. She was friends with Ariana. That's different. I don't think you really have anything to feel guilty about. If you are single and you Sarah's eyes are big and you cheat with someone's husband. That's just me. Like I've, you know, sucks a lot of married dick in my life. I mean, well, I mean, it's, I'm a single girl. Why is this my problem? Like, I don't know. They are in a marital covenant. Sorry. Sorry. What are you doing? Oh God. These people are dogs. Like, no. And then we wonder why people hate me. Then then we wonder why. Oh, sorry. You've got to stop sucking that married dick. No. These, well, I don't seek it out. It just happens sometimes. No, these guys, absolutely not. And she knew that friend group. She knew way better. All right. But like, it happens. Like, we have to move on, people. We well, can't like I, hold the girl accountable for the rest of her life with a scarlet letter. You know, you and I have been talking about this. I mean, the thing we always say on our show with Ariana, Ariana deserves a lot of sympathy. But at the end, then she, you know, I'm not like like crying for Ariana because she's made millions of dollars and there are moms out there listening and men who are single fathers now because their partners, you know, cheated on them and they are getting no money. In fact, they're probably getting financially screwed for the next two decades to try to, you know, salvage what is left of their lives. Like that is tragic. Yeah. Um. But I, I you know, I don't know. Have I, do I feel like, Rachel has shown enough remorse. I mean, I think by removing herself alone from the show, she doesn't speak to Sandoval anymore. I mean, Ariana doesn't want it. They they tore into her at that reunion. So it's not like she's going to reach out to Ariana and be like, oh, hey, are we good now? I mean, they really let her have it. I feel she's she like trying to that. In, you know, she showed up to that reunion when most people wouldn't. Now, I think we were the first to say it. It almost seems like maybe she's a little on the spectrum, you know, that because there did seem to be like an emotional disconnect throughout the whole thing. I don't know. You know, I probably won't tune in much to her podcast, not because I, I, I think to your point, isn't everybody moving on? Like, what else is she going to have to say once these intimate details, which, hey, good for her, she's getting coins, are revealed? Meaning like, okay, we're hearing about Hooking up with Tom, where it happened, how it happened, what they were wearing. Then where are we going to go with Rachel Goes Rogue? Call your good friend, Bethany Frankel, and ask her what the plan is. I have to say, now, I will not listen, but I don't listen to the, I listen to no podcasts ever. I'm finally listening to my first podcast ever in history. Let's be clear with Shannon Doherty. 
That is the only podcast I will ever listen to, except for the wow. Fraser show and the David Yontsev show. Um, I so I get I listen to the clips that resurface. I just found it some I, I found it, I found her believable. Look, she also talks about Graham. We have a very difference of opinion. James says that, you know, his he's thankful. He did a post. I'm thankful in 2023 for the following things. One of them was that I have my son. My son is home with me. My the love of my life, Graham. Rachel's saying now, you know, James would kick the dog off the couch when he was sleeping. And, you know, just the, that the, the dog learned to have the aggressive from James. And we have two differences of opinions here between mommy and daddy, don't we? So... I don't know. I found it. I don't feel everyone else has gotten like, look, Tom has a podcast. Jax has a podcast. Katie, to your point. I don't feel this is such a desperate money grab. I don't really. Uh, to your point, I agree. But I feel the same thing about Katie's. I heard little clips about Katie's where they were saying, we're not going to talk about Vanderpump. We're going to talk about this in life and, and, and sleep and love. And I'm like, Bored. Sorry, Nick Vial, and you know your attempt to take over the media world. I don't know. I I wasn't so blown away by by Dana and 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 Katie's podcast. I wasn't. That's just me. Well, but I, I wish, mean, I wish them all luck. Um, and then, and then yeah. at the same time, I guess if I were Rachel, I guess I'd recap the podcast episodes because that would probably make her the most amount of money. So I I don't know. It's kind of a it's I mean, here she's in. Like that's really all people want to probably hear. Listen, if she were smart, I mean, here you and I are about to embark on a Vanderpump Rules recap, guys. We're going to throw in other things. Don't worry, it's going to be the same damn show. But if I were her, I would sit there with a with a critical eye and don't don't keep your emotions in it. Just be very out there. And I would recap every week of Vander. Hi, this is Rachel Goes Rogue, and let me tell you, wow. Yeah, James was an asshole when we dated, but I kind of agree with him in this. The best thing to do is be a flip-flopper because that's interesting. Not to have a, a team or a side or anything. And then next week be like, you know, I fucking hate Tom, but, you know, actually, actually feel bad for him in this scene. And yeah. next week, Lala was a total bitch to me, but you know what? She's coming out strong. Like, just be honest and, and objective. That would be a great thing for Rachel Levis to do. That would. And at first when you were saying that, I thought, you know, is she going to have a... Uh, just the conflict because she wasn't emotionally well enough to go back on it, but then she'd well, be probably. emotionally well enough to watch it and recap it. Well, but it's it is probably. different. It's different to be a far. Okay. I like your plan. But let me far tell you. Lean in. Mm-hmm. Let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If this season of Vanderpump Rules sucks. And we're all over Ariana and her millions and Tom being kicked to the curb and all the rest of it's just old news. I mean, I'm sorry. Call fucking Rachel Levis and get her back for season 12. I mean, That's get her back. Could be. And then I think she'll do it. Then I think she'll do it. Then I think it'll be like, it's long enough. Time heals all wounds. Give me my money. Looks we have Sammy fucking sweetheart back on the Jersey Shore with Ronnie. I mean, anything is possible in this world. Is that show still on? Sarah, yes, <laughs> it is. And let me tell you something. Each really? person, each person on that show. I couldn't even tell you what network. Could is it take, each of them could take a shit 
of money on 98% of these housewives. Like you think your TLC shit pays poorly. I mean, Jersey Shore, they are loaded compared to our housewives. Really? Uh, a Paul, really? Well, Pauly D from- well, Pauly D has been. Pauly's a smart, but he's probably the smartest. But ever. the Snookers, the Snookers gets a lot of money. The Snookers was on Dancing with the Stars. The, she was on, oh my God, Snooky. She was on Messiness. Snooky's had a lot- no, they, they make, they are rich, honey, rich. Well, she did in, you know, Snooki, it doesn't shock me because, you know, she's been around what going on almost two decades and she did endorsement deals. I feel like they're rich for honestly. the Super Bowl and everything Most else. You know them. what I mean? Like she did. Yeah. Does the sitch have any money left? He's, he just wrote a book. The book is doing well. He just came to LA. We could have gone to the book signing this past week. We didn't. He stopped. They he, they did have two fans at the podcast. One was named Spencer. One was named Heidi at the oh, book signing. Yeah, he's I now love. gone. He's now gone on the Spidey podcast. So uh, the Sitch is a good guy. I like him. I like the Sitch. Um, did you know that when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all? Don't search match with Indeed. If you hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform that has a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You guys know I hate to waste time. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. Before I had Indeed, when I hired for this podcast, it was a disaster. It took me hours and hours to go through resumes, only to find that I couldn't find anyone even remotely qualified. The editors, PR, advertising, marketing, ad sales people, all the people involved in this podcast I found through Indeed. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And good Good news. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to indeed.com slash velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Doesn't being a king or a queen seem so enticing? It sure does to me. But you know what? More often than not, it comes at the expense of everything else. Freedom, privacy, sometimes even your head. The creators of Wondery's Even the Rich are bringing you a brand new podcast called Even the Royals, where hosts Brooke and Arisha pull back the curtain on royal families, past and present from all over the world to show you, well, the darker side of what it means to be royalty. They cover it all. Like, for example, Marie Antoinette. Do you realize that so much we know about her is wrong? After she became queen at just 19 years old, she ended up in a battle with the French press that started a series of impossible-to-believe events. It's history's greatest smear campaign. Worse than any of the housewives that we talk about here. And what about King George the Fourth and Caroline of Brunswick? That's literally the worst royal marriage of all time. There's a story that involves catfishing, fake pregnancies. Follow Even the Royals on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge Even the Royals ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. I met him in a club one time in New Jersey way back in the day. <gasps> the life I've lived and here I, we are. I, even though they were still on television. There you go. Um, no, it's great. good. Real quick, um, Tom Girardi, you know, he now we now May 21st of 2024, his trial starts here in Los the, Angeles. Let me mark the calendar for a week before. Uh, L.A. Times, I, I have to give them credit. The most amazing. They do great entertainment stories. They claim it's going to be a pretty straightforward trial, fraud trial. Just marked it. OK, Tom, Tom Girardi. So May 1st, I'm going to check in with you and uh, 
We might be going May down to 21st. the courthouse. We might be going down to the courthouse, Sarah. Pack your bags. May 21st. Um, Call your Uber and pack your fucking bags. I love a good Uber. They say what? It's going to be a pretty straightforward trial? Yeah. I mean, it's a fraud trial. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty straightforward. Um, and it's going to be pretty immediate and quick. Um, now, <clears throat> the other thing I found interesting, I didn't realize he's also got a, he's also been charged with fraud in the state of uh, Illinois in Chicago with his son-in-law. I don't think I even knew Tom Girardi had a son-in-law. And by the way, they're trying to say he has a different type of Alzheimer's now, just so you know. They're trying, they're still trying oh, to fight yes. this. I know, I know. They're trying, oh, a, a slow-moving form of dementia, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't, look, I, I'm beating a dead horse for our audience. I think he's an absolute piece of shit. So is Jen Shaw and the Chrisleys. I don't, I, they all lie so much. I mean, please, he's a lawyer. He knows how to play this game. Us lawyers know how to play the game, baby. A prosecution um, has yeah. alleged a fraud scheme at the law firm Girardi Keese that stretched back decades and involved more than 100 million. The case headed for trial concerns only five clients and $15 million. That's the one that kicks off May 21st. Prosecutors said they could present their entire case to a jury in less than five days. Girardi is now 84 years old. He was not in court for the hearing. Last week, the judge found him competent to stand trial, rejecting his legal team's assertion that he was has profound dementia. I think he. I, ah. I, it was so coincidental that Tom uh, just happened to get dementia right as he was being charged. I think Tom knew for a long time. And he and Erica certainly had an arrangement. And he certainly, I mean, can you imagine? Like, my husband would never lie for me, but Mr. Girardi was fine shoveling her with money and making her famous and taking the fall. And, you know, we I, we kind of talked about this before. I talked about it somewhere, maybe on my own. But, you know, did Eric, or maybe you and I talked about it, did Erica purposely out Mr. Girardi on that podcast that she went on where mm-hmm. she said that he called her before Chicago or every night to us? Did she purposely out him? Or was that a major faux pas? Erica's moved on with her life. Man, she just, she keeps going that, Erica. Um, uh, EJ strikes me as someone very, very, very smart, especially when it comes to the media and what she says. And, you know, she's very particular with her words. So I don't know. Was that a clue? Because he was certainly competent enough to call over and over and knew who she was and could congratulate her on the Vegas thing. I I think that was kind of incriminating. And I don't know if that was on purpose or what, but it's out there. I can't wait to see it. Um, where do you want to go? Well, your friend. Oh, where do you want to go? No, come on. Well, what, talk to me about your friend, Miss Brandy Glanville. I mean, her face, she's got uh, like kind of a face dysmorphia. She's now BFFs with Leanne Rimes. Leanne Rimes is helping her through everything. She's not eligible for a facelift. I mean, what, where, what do we think is going on? I mean, so she has said recently, I guess she had the doctor on her podcast. I'm not even being mean. I didn't even realize Brandy's podcast was still a thing. I had Brandy on this podcast. I love her. She's, I guess she said, you know, the only thing she gave Caroline Manzo is a lap dance. Mm. Why are we, guys, we're never going to see the show. So just stop worrying about this installment of girls trip by the way i think girls trip might be done i mean there's no talk well there's no talk of any new ones and stop it i don't know if roni girls trip is coming back 
to be honest with you, I don't know if crappy late is coming back. I'm just, I'm being honest. I just got to be honest, you guys. I don't, I think we're done with girl's trip. I think we're done with Roni girl's trip. And I think we're done with crappy lake. Lose my girl. Just giving you my gut. I'm just giving you my gut, guys. Sorry. I don't understand. So Brandy's skin is so saggy. She's saying she's not eligible for a facelift. And she's saying this is what? Because she was sick after Caroline, because it was psychological torture that they were holding this episode over her and not airing it, that she couldn't take it anymore. And her sin, skin sagged and she's had health issues because of this. And she's now no longer eligible for a facelift. I sort of had read it the other way. The skin was like so tight. It, like it, it wasn't because of stress and an autoimmune issue that they didn't feel comfortable uh, doing a facelift operation. And she's been so stressed out. She's had all these medical issues. Leanne Rimes is like her bestie leaning, you know, they're leaning on each other to kind of get through everything. I I, I thought I read it that way, but you know, you're, Sometimes I get it mixed up. So you No, I think I think her her and Leanne are are good. You know, they're good. It's it's they are, I guess. I like when families come together. I really do. So well, but especially that one, my God. I mean, you talk about years in the press, right? I mean, what a for them to be friendly that Leanne, you know, she calls Leanne. They've always bonded over skincare and makeup and Look, I think Brandy is a mess, but I don't think Brandy has a mean bone in her body. I really don't. I really don't. I think she's... So when we talk about all these evil housewives that just plot and pluts, I don't think Brandy really did any of that. I think she just is a little bit of a mess. And a lot of people in life just get a little off center sometimes, you know? Well, it hasn't been the easiest of runs for her. And... um. I think, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, the people that are the sweetest, they don't have a, they they know in their heart, like everything they do is, you know, fun and genuine. So they never read the room, right? You know what I mean? Because they're thinking like, oh, you know, like it's fun. I'm here. Brandy was probably on top of the world because she had resurrected her career through Girls Trip. Everyone was very excited. And I don't know, you know, who knows what took the left turn there. Like, look, if we wake up one day and someone says, a Melissa Gorga, messy G over in New Jersey. Messy G. She just did a scheme worse than anything Jen Shaw did. I'd be like, well, that doesn't shock me. If I woke up and someone said, Brandy Glanville, talking about her facelift, in between all of that, she's been running the biggest scam worse than Jen Shaw. I'd be like, that's not possible. So like Brandy is not a schemer. She's not Tom Girardi. I just think she's... Like this said. is a, this is a lesson for you why you don't fuck with married people, okay? Is she's fucked with Denise and she's fucked with Carolyn Manzo. Now, if these two women were down to wade in the lady pond, they are married. So they are going to go with the husbands to protect the family and keep everything. This is why you don't fuck. Married people will wow. always screw you over. That's why you don't fuck with married people because they are never going to have their loyalty to you and the no truth kidding. of what happened. They're always going to, okay, I mean, do you think Carolyn Manzo, even if she was like drunk and kind of interested in Brandy finger banging her, that she's going to come out and say that? No, she's married to a guy she's been married to for whatever years. Correct. Kids, she's a grandmother now. Correct. So we're going to blame it on, that is why you don't mess with married people. They will screw you over. 
to keep intact whatever little family. Well, you can got. mess with them if you don't want anything from them other than a little D for Oh, no, because if it goes wrong, uh, what good does Mar- messing with a married person? Then their significant other finds out about you years later from a text and they're <sighs> coming for you. There is no good. I'm I didn't say that I'm like a black widow that wakes up and that like my goal of the of the week is to <laughs> mess with a married person. Just sometimes you're you're in the middle of it and someone's like, and I'm like, oh, I see a ring. Do you have a, a husband? Do you have a wife? Either of the Okay, above? and then we st- then we like go home because it's not um, sweetheart. No, <laughs> not once we're there. Okay. Um, I have a good friend, and her name is Bethany Frankel. Very good friend of mine, Bethany Frankel. Very, very good friend. Sarah is rolling her eyes. I'll go get more smoothie. You can take this one. Well, let me tell you something. We have a new fan, a new watcher of Bravo amongst us. Bethany at this point is nothing more than us. She is a fan. She is an observer. She is an outsider. I mean, she just can't stop posting. So she, a couple of weeks ago, I said, I think Margaret Josephs is jealous of of Monica Garcia because, you know, Margaret Darling. You said that, yeah. Says are so 2023. Well, Bethany Frankel, I feel, is jealous of Monica. She posted this video like a week ago of her in the snow. Girl, this is why I'm in LA. She's either in, you know, Connecticut, wherever she's residing, but she's in the snow. Someone's obviously filming this for her. And she's like, okay, so I never watched Salt Lake in my life. I watched one other episode, but here we are. She's like, so I watched this like, you know, finale. Okay, so I see what you guys are saying. There's this girl, Monica, Reality Vontis. And she's just like, listen, now everything, Beth, this is the problem with Bethany. Everything she's saying is stuff we say. So I agree with everything she's saying. She's like, let me tell you how it works. You have to wake up in the morning and get dirt on your castmates. Don't let it be about Tom. I knew it was about Tom. I was thrilled because that's what you do. This one, Margaret's waking up and getting stuff on Teresa. Meredith spends her days getting stuff on this one. So it's like, she's explaining a housewife's work, like, duh, we all know. And she's like, and this woman just did the, all the women at the finale are acting so aghast on the beach. She's like, you all fucking know the job. Of course, this Monica. And she's like, bravo. Thrilled. She's coming back. The point is, Bethany's having all these revelations. And I'm like, this girl is literally an outsider now. She is a fan. And I think she was almost jealous of Monica. She was like, bravo. You did it well. You did. I'm like, girl, you wish you ran a fucking reality Von T's account. And you were like this. You will next. That'll be her next thing. Um, yeah, I think everything you said is spot on and I'm sure it chaps her ass that they just had what, what was in it? I think, did you send me the ratings or somebody sent me the ratings for Salt Lake was two I million did. for their second I, highest rated episode in Salt Lake history, other than the premiere. I mean, they're seeing huge record, record numbers. They're going to see record numbers for this reunion series. I mean, I'm sure it drives her nuts that she launched a reality reckoning and it's like only helped it's over bethany i'm sorry no one cares about the reckoning we've moved on really we've we've moved on oh i feel like i've I've influenced you because i feel like you've been a bethany fan forever and you used to say on this show you'd be like bethany that is sarah frazier i do not feel this way uh you used to be a real bethany (sighs) lover you new yorkers What's well, happened? 
I mean, I am a New Yorker. I uh, please, I self-identify. I'm over here in LA. People meet me and I'm like, I have a apartment in New York. I'm bi-coastal. Do not think that I'm a Los Angelinian. But here's the deal, people. Here's the deal. I don't dislike Bethany, but she also, what was it? Oh, here's what's going to happen. Because everyone's like, how are these women going to film with Monica? Let me explain to you that nobody cares more than the audience. Like what I mean by that is I guarantee you there is a text chain going around right now between Meredith, Lisa, um, <laughs> Heather Gay, and Whitney. I'm very sorry, Angie K. you are not on the text. And these four are like, oh my God, the audience loves her. Now, not all of you, but most of you. Oh my God, did you see the finale? Did you see the reunion? She's like, people are loving her. I guarantee you there is this text chain. Now, all four of them are like, fuck her. We're not going to film with her. Oh, fuck that. Meredith says the rumors and the nastiness. And Heather Gay says, you have receipts and this and that. And Whitney is like, I will never speak to this girl again. And Lisa Barlow says, baby gorgeous, she's out. And this text chain is going around and around and around. Now, everybody is going to get their contract, okay? Now, the text chain is going to continue. Now, I guarantee you, one, at least one of these four people on the text chain is so outraged, who's so outraged, then says, wow. They say it to themselves. This is off the text chain. They look in the mirror and they say, wow. The world seems to love a Monica. So what the hell am I going to do next season? I'm going to befriend Monica. So look, we're going to have a Tom Sandoval redemption season where he spends all season begging for Lala to lick his ass and begging for Sheena. And we're going to have Monica groveling. But also one of these women at most is going to say to themselves, this is what I need to do for my career. I'm going to befriend the bitch. Remember when Erica Jane was the most hated woman in the world and that woman named Lisa Rinna said, I'm, I'm sticking by her. I don't see anything wrong. Now, mind you, Erica didn't do anything against Lisa. But I guarantee you, as outraged as Whitney and Heather and Lisa and, and, and Meredith are, they also care more about remaining a housewife and their paycheck. And so they will get over the outrage. I don't even just mean they'll fail. They will literally try to be the breakout that like befriends her. My money is on Whitney and her villain era or Lisa baby gorgeous. Cause it's like the least person you think would do it. I guarantee you someone like in that text chain is so outraged. And they're like, Meredith's so fucking stupid. Meredith's going to come in and be against her. And Heather's going to be against her. I'm going to befriend her. And that's how I'm going to get through my season. I guarantee it. There you uh, go. I think you, I was thinking the exact same thing when you started this. I, I thought she is going to have a friend and an ally. Like someone is going to come through. Uh, yeah. I mean. And when they come through, the others are going to sit there and say to themselves, A, oh, shit, you're a snake because you're on a text chain with us saying all these things. And B, they're going to say to themselves, the rumors and nastiness, why Brooks mocks in my tracksuit, didn't I think of this nastiness first? I am Meredith and I am very upset that Whitney Rose is taking the candle on this and Whitney is going to be the breakout star along with Monica next season because the rumors and nastiness should have alerted me to doing this. 
<laughs> that's what's going to happen. Right. Yes. So whoever yeah, yeah. does it, the others are actually going to be jealous and be like, I'm left holding a pile of rocks over here. What the fuck is my storyline going to be? Baby gorgeous. No, I, I, I'm, I'm obsessed. I love Monica. I think she's so great in the mix. And I think, you know, I always say karma, you got to be careful in life because karma is real. And I think Jen Shaw, I think the imprisonment is the least of the Jen Shaw karma. I think Jen Shaw's literal worst nightmare has come true. Someone has upstaged her so much. No one's talking about her. And even, I mean, I know we're going to see Mary uh, Cosby on this reunion, but I don't think anyone, maybe, you know, maybe they bring back Mary as a friend for Mary. She at Madam Monica in that trailer. Because maybe, maybe Monica starts out with an ally. And then to your point, one of them flips and then they're friends. So maybe Monica has actually single-handedly saved Mary a little bit because Andy Cohen at BravoCon, we we talked about this many episodes ago, was very like, I I don't see how her, you know, she doesn't want to participate. I I don't see how that's a viable cast member. I mean, you know, in a very politically correct way, Mr. Cohen was letting us know, why would we bring her back? And I agree. And I also love that. What One thing I love about the reunion is when they are just sitting there coming at her, screaming, she is just, you know, you talk about Sutton. I think it was you. I don't know. Maybe or maybe it was Catherine. I think it was you. It was somebody on this show was talking about how like they come at Sutton. This was last season and they scream at her and she just is like sits there and takes it. Monica is sitting there at this reunion and she, okay. just, I think inside is just like, A, I'm sitting next to Andy, which Calling Leah McSweeney fans sitting next to Andy means nothing. But right now she's sitting next to Andy. And I think she's just like, how the fuck did I get here? Monica don't care. They are screaming at her. They're this, you're that, you're reality, on this, on that, you're scum, you're this. And she's just like, yeah. She's just sitting there like with a smile on her face. She's clapping back at people, almost laughing. She don't got a care in the world, this Monica Garcia. Scream at me, do this. Like she is loving her life. I'm sorry, bench warming. You just sit there, you bench warming bitch. I have stolen that. Monica, I will not pay you for the trademark. You did not trademark it. We have a trademark issue between Eminem and Jizzy Jizz and uh, Robin. But this is not that. You never trademarked it. I am stealing Benchwarming bitch. I love it. I'm going to call a lot of people in my life a benchwarming bitch. A lot of these, yeah, a lot of people that do what you and I do are benchwarming bitches. Ooh, did I just say that? Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get ooh, hate shots today. fired. Shots fired. I love some of them, though. Um, yeah, I love that sentence. What do you got to say? Um, well, I know I just had two other quick things I thought we should chat about. Talk to me. Well, Summer House, the, the upcoming um, trailer has been dropped. You're you're you know Summer House much better than I do. What what did you think of the trailer? Carl and I mean, Lindsay obviously are gonna go through their whole we're gonna see a lot more apparently behind the scenes. Look, here we are again. It's back to Scandal. It's back to Kyle and Morgan. It's going to be just like Beverly Hills. I don't know if it's gonna pack the punch that the trailer packed because we're watching Beverly Hills every week and we have these little things now where Garcelle says, you know, let's write a country song and Dorit's eyes get big. Dorit says, you know, well, this is how the rumors get started after she feeds her the piece of, of, of food off the skewer. So I think it's going to now be edited with all these little foreshadowing things and it's it's going to be 
cringy in a way to watch because it's, it's who wants heartache for someone like that, right? But it is going to be cringy when Lindsay's like, you know, I don't think we're on the same page or it's, a, you know, they're going to edit it a certain way that alludes that Lindsay should have known and seen all these signs. Look, Carl called production to their apartment and broke up with her on camera. That's a fact. He can spin that any way he wants. I think we're going to all want to see that scene. Is this going to, you know, I think Summer House will have a, but we're going to still have Summer House in between there. And so it's going to be a good season. People are reacting to this trailer like it's the craziest thing in yeah, the world. Yeah, it was world. huge this past week, I thought. Yeah. And by the way, yes, I, I'm watching Southern Charm. I watch it. I have two people coming up from some Southern Charm on this podcast, recent interviews that I've done. And yeah, okay, so like Taylor is horrible and she revealed that Olivia slept with T-Rav back in the day and Olivia is supposed to be great friends with Catherine. Catherine Dennis has spoken out. Catherine is my girl. She's been on this podcast. Is Catherine coming back on the podcast? I don't know. Is she one of the two? I don't know. Big T. Um, Big T. But uh, Big K. But so she's come out and said, I'm still great friends with Olivia. Who cares? But I don't know. Southern Charm was good. It had a good season. I am watching it. Can't get to everything, guys. I think it's like a going to be a good season of Summer House, right? I mean, at some point... Kyle and Amanda fighting. And I mean, Kyle's still partying in his 40s. I mean, I mean, I, I live like I'm 19, so no fucking judgments. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for something different. Yeah, people but people are very excited about that. I think it's gonna be a good season. I'll like watch it and report back, everybody. Uh, the last thing I had is we kept teasing it, but Todd Chrisley is Todd Chrisley perhaps maybe not as guilty of the charges that were brought against him. Or is Todd Chrisley extremely lucky? Because two huge things happened for the Chrisleys this past week. Talk to me. Talk to me. They sold their Nashville home for $5.3 million. Now, they owe, because, you know, they were found guilty of scheming banks and, you know, not paying their taxes for years. So they owe $17 million. So the $5.3 million is going to towards that. But they were also awarded a $1 million settlement from the state of Georgia this week, marking the end of a civil lawsuit they filed against Joshua Waits, the former director of special investigations for Georgia's Department of Revenue. Um, and in October 2019, the lawsuit, the couple alleged Waits inappropriately shared the Chrisley's confidential tax and other information with Todd Chrisley's estranged daughter, Lindsay, in an effort to induce her to reveal compromising information about her family, according to the complaint. The lawsuit also alleged Waits conducted uh, conduct was specifically intended to and did, in fact, cause the Chrisley's severe emotional distress, anxiety and mental anguish. So I don't know, is Todd, is, is that Savannah came out and said, you know, get ready. They're, they're also getting their appeal heard to, to reduce their jail sentences, which I guess is even very rare to even have your appeal being heard. And that's going to happen here in the spring of 2024. I mean, do we believe that the Chrisleys could be perhaps falsely imprisoned? Well, Someone call my good friend Kim Kardashian. It's not going to be Lala Kent, but <laughs> let's get Miss Kardashian on the case because that is what she does for a living. Uh, she passed the baby ba. Now, let me tell you something. Call Chris Jenner and tell her to stop hanging with Jeff Bezos. Um, now, let me talk to you about... Um, is the $1 million also... So there's $6 million here, assuming there's no mortgage on the damn house... Is I mean, if there's no mortgage, so they're going to pay this back, right? It's going right to pay off the debts. 
Yes, because just as a reminder, they were found guilty in June of 2022 on federal charges of conspiracy to defraud banks out of more than $30 million in fraudulent loans, as well as several tax crimes. They maintain they're innocent. They are appealing their criminal convictions, which, according to uh, Savannah and others, will be heard by a federal appeals court in Atlanta in April. Chrisley is Todd is serving 12 years and Julie Chrisley is serving seven. Could you imagine? Like, listen, we have a woman who is walking amongst us and her first name is Gypsy and her last name is Rose. (laughs) Gypsy Rose is a free woman. So I don't know if you can really compare those two apples to apples, but stranger things have happened. Listen, if there is a gun to my head, I would rather see the Chrisleys out of jail than Jen Shaw. Oh, wow. Personally. Wow. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not rooting for like, I mean, but I don't know, Sarah, the tides tides are, I mean, Savannah, listen, Todd's been claiming, you know, they're putting rats in my food and it's not the rat that scurries that is known as Tam (laughs) because she is in the corner looking for her Swiss cheese. (laughs) Hi, honey. Hi, honey, Tamara Judge. The rat that scurries is there, honey. They're all there. They all go there. And the rat that scurries is making good money. She's scurrying. I don't know. She could, she can't afford the Bel Air Hotel, that rat that scurries. Come on now. Don't let's not give her too much credit. She's got. uh, I guess the rat can, yes, for sure. Sure. But I mean, that she's not hanging out at the Bel Air Hotel. Come on. Wow. It's personal for you. She's hanging out. No, I mean, like, she's, uh, she's the OC. She's not from LA, sweetie. Um, what was I saying? I mean, you know, Kyle Richards is hanging out there. The Nat, Ted, the Tedster thing. I out swear there. when we were there, they rolled in Jack Nicholson. I okay. I, I, think, I think you're probably right. Yes, I do think that was Jack Nicholson. I do too, with an entourage. And he had those famous glasses on. And I thought that is Jack. And I don't know why he's here, but they are moving him with that oxygen tank right into our room. Oh, honey. I don't know what world you have been drinking your orange (laughs) juice because I don't know what world that that has anything to do that they let Jack Nicholson, a legend and an icon of Hollywood in the Hollywood Hills and Bel Air into the Bel Air Hotel. I don't know how that compares to the rat that's good. Okay. Meredith Marks belongs at the Bel Air Hotel. Um, who else would, would just, I guess I'm being a snob. It's not right. I mean, Marisol I Patton. it's open to the public. I think Marisol it's- Patton. No, she can't go to the Bel Air Hotel. Larsa Pippen can go to the Bel Air Hotel. It's open to the public, but listen, there's a discretionary door. Just because they let you and I in, honey, does not mean they allow everybody at the Bel Air Hotel, darling. Well, um, there was so much good tea. I mean, um, we could go on and on. I, I probably have one more story. Do, is there one Talk more you to me. cover? Well, you know, um, the other thing that wasn't, we didn't trade prep about is, you know, Cynthia Bailey's ex Peter, you know, has ooh. been arrested for DUI and his restaurant is failing, unfortunately, in Miami. Um, it is not wow. good for our friend Peter. I know. Um, I don't know. Do you care about him anymore? I guess, I guess she was good to divorce him. It sounds like poor Peter, um, wasn't he trying Thomas. to help? Uh, who was he trying to help? The professor. Wasn't he trying to help the professor? The professor, lucky she didn't go in business with him. Peter uh, was arrested on Tuesday, 2 p.m. 
in Cobb County, Georgia. He posed for a mugshot and was released the same day on $3,000 bond. He was cited for driving without a license, not having proof of insurance, failure to maintain the lane, expired no tag, and a violation of traffic control device. A judge, uh, let's see, I thought I said DUI. Yeah, and arrested for DUI. Uh, he now is going to have to submit to random drug and alcohol testing at his own cost and can't possess any firearms. Um, and apparently his restaurant is, he has defaulted on monthly rent payments on the restaurant in Miami. I don't know. So I don't know. Is Peter falling on hard times? Our yes. Yes. Maybe he can call the professor and ask for some help. By the way, you know, who's also falling on hard times. I mean, we don't care. Kim and Croy, um, they're still trying to figure out whether to foreclose. They're fighting that foreclosure, girl. But I do feel bad for Peter. He has the DUI. He's going through some tough times. Did you ever have Peter on your show? No. I think I think we might have tried at one point. We might have tried. We also, you know who we almost had on the show is Martel Holt, who was dating Sheree Whitfield. He was just arrested for something, too, I believe. He's mm -hmm. in uh, Mr. King's world, love and marriage. Um, yes, I think so too. I don't know what it was, but I, I something know. right. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I'm Peter's like, fallen on hard no. times. Cynthia, Cynthia sure knows how to pick them. I had Mike Hill on twice. I fucking loved Mike Hill all the really? time. Mike loved. Hill. See, that's so funny. I would have thought Peter would have come on come on before Mike Hill. Wow. Mike gave me two great fucking interviews. Everyone should listen. Really. He was like just the definition of masculinity and how it's okay for masculine guys to cry. And just Mike got dirty. And I love the emotional chats. It was good. Still married to Cynthia at the time. I mean, then they announced right afterwards he was separating from her. So I guess he wasn't so honest, but are they ever totally <laughs> honest? Totally. Are they really honest? No. You know what I'm All saying? Right. I'm loving you and leaving you. Um, Guys, I, right, hope my dear. I hope everyone enjoyed our chat, Sarah. It's so good. Bye. And we are going to recap Vanderpump and we're still going to do all this. And so keep stay with us. And Sarah, text me later, girl. Oh, you know, you know I will. <laughs> we talk every day. We Bye. talk every day. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.